Welcome to Masters of Self University Podcast, your highest source of sacred truths and universal wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Rachel Fiore, mystic, spiritual teacher, psychic healer, and founder of Masters of Self University. Join our journey of soul transformation as we deep dive into this latest episode. Hello, mystical beings and beautiful souls. Welcome to Masters of Self University podcast. I'm Rachel Fiore, your host for this episode. Let's talk about frustration, getting triggered in frustration. Isn't it so annoying when we're really frustrated with someone or something? I want to talk about a particular program, why some of us, what program we're actually running when we get frustrated. I want to be clear. This is to understand ourselves more deeply so that we can awaken and be more self-aware. This is to show you where some of you like, holy crap, that's my, that's why I get so frustrated. Okay. And it isn't exclusive to this main thing that I'm going to talk about. It means this isn't the only source of frustration and why frustration gets triggered. All right. But I am going to talk about one main thing and give you a main example. And for the reason being that so many people run this powerlessness program, it's a program of powerlessness. Okay. It is a program of powerlessness. I work through this um, a lot uh, with clients that they get frustrated when somebody is doing something that they don't want them to do. Right. Now, oftentimes what is happening here is I'm getting frustrated because this person or situation is a challenge I don't want to have. So I'm frustrated. I get frustrated because this person is challenging me to actually step into my power. I don't want to use my voice in this way. I don't want to set a boundary in this way. I don't want to have to be this way. And because I don't want to have to be this way, I'm actually being, I'm showing myself I don't have the power to step up and be what I need to be in any given scenario. Does that make sense? So when um, I recently had a client give an example, we worked through this in a session where uh, somebody that, you know, he used to date. Um, they got kind of reconnected and although he's perfectly fine, like, you know, just being friends or whatever, um, she starts to initiate things again, like a little bit more on a romantic level. And this was frustrating. Now, let me be clear before I continue. It doesn't mean your emotion is wrong. It's not about being wrong. It's not about suppressing your emotions. It's not about um, failing to express your emotions and process them and move through them. Let's go deeper because that is what we do at Masters of Self University. It's mastering the self after all. When you go deeper, the level of frustration that was coming up for this person, when we do the work that we offer in these types of coaching sessions, he was able to go deeper and realize I'm frustrated because, 
I'm frustrated because. And when he went deep, he was able to answer, I'm frustrated because I am choosing powerlessness and failing to set the kind of healthy boundaries I want to set. I'm being challenged by this person to step up and connect to my divinity, my own divine power, that when I need to set a healthy, loving boundary, that is exactly what I'm going to do. I see this as one of the most common programs, not specifically frustration, but I see this as one of the most common programs. Uh, we get annoyed, we get frustrated, we get angry. You know, there's a lot of emotions that are related to this type of experience. But we're annoyed, we're frustrated, we're angry, we're, we're you know, pulling our hair out. We can't stand this person, uh, a parent, a relative, a friend, a spouse, because we are too, the truth is, in the way of truth, we are too powerless to set the kind of boundary that is actually needed in that moment, right? When we are connected to our divine power as the way of connection of the 20 universal ways of oneness, when we are connected to our divine power, I have, I'm being fueled with the divine unconditional love, with the divine wisdom, of how to set a boundary, when to set a boundary, how strong do I need to be in that boundary, how powerfully do I need to set that boundary, etc. If I am becoming the 20 universal ways of oneness, my intuitive guidance guides me in that moment. When I still run programs of insecurity, I need everyone to like me, the validation comes from outside of me and people, generally speaking, that I need to be validated by others. I need others' approval. I need everybody to think that I'm a great person. The attachment, the egoic attachment of what others think of me is really strong. If I run programs like that, I am not going to be powerful enough in, a, in any given moment to set the kind of boundary that I might need to set. Being powerful enough to set those boundaries doesn't mean you enjoy setting those boundaries. I'm going to tell you right now, I just wish to fucking God, everybody on this goddamn planet would raise their vibrational frequency to the, to the levels of the universal ways of oneness. And there would never have to be a, you know, getting loud and sounding like this in order to get a point across or set a boundary appropriately or to be safe to protect and defend myself from harm. Like, I wish to God none of us had to fucking do that. I sure as hell wish I didn't have to do it as a fucking woman. The lack of safety that exists so prevalently still on this planet for women. Like, I wish to God that wasn't the case. But guess what? I live as the way of truth. And in the way of truth, there are still scenarios where people are, they lack the level of consciousness, insight, self-awareness, to even know and be aware that they are causing harm in that moment. They might not have the slightest clue what they are doing to frustrate you, to harm you, to offend you, whatever the case might be. And because of that, do I have the divine power to stand up in whatever way I need to stand up and set a boundary? A boundary doesn't mean I am judging. That's not divinity. I'm not making another person wrong. I am not making them inferior to me. I am not 
um, judging them or I'm not ever coming from those energies. Energetically, you are not connected to your divinity. If you are judging someone else for how they are showing up, I don't care how they're showing up. On the same note, it doesn't mean you're justifying how they show up or excusing how they show up. If how they're showing up is inexcusable or um, uncalled for or authentically, you know, of inequality or offensive or harming or hurtful, et cetera. Do you understand? We don't excuse that and pretend like that doesn't exist. But if I am the one who's coming from judgment, I am in negative vibrational frequencies and I'm just as unconscious as they are. I don't need to judge who I'm setting a boundary with. I just need to set the goddamn boundary. See the difference? I'm not judging you because I've set a boundary. Trust me when I tell you. I don't like when I have to set boundaries in my own personal life. It sucks to have to do that. It sucks. Right? Because I don't want to have to do Like, I just want everybody to be peaceful and awakened enough to be loving enough that they stop fucking projecting all their shit onto you like it's you doing it when really all they're doing is holding up a mirror to themselves and they're projecting onto you. Like, I wish people didn't do that. Hopefully the ones that are learning from me stop doing that because that's one of the biggest things I teach about, right? Self-awareness, wake up, become the ways of oneness, become enlightened beings. Enlightened beings don't do that because you can't. You don't vibrate at an energetic frequency that allows you to show up in that way behaviorally anymore. That's the freedom in becoming a being of oneness consciousness. That's the freedom you get to experience. You literally don't carry the energies of criticism and judgment and projection. You can't be that. You can't. It's not even possible to be that when you're elevating at such a high frequency. You can't do that stuff, right? So I want to go back to understanding, you know, and I'll give real examples. You know, one client in particular from, from the past that I'm thinking of, she would just get so distraught over the way how abusive her mother was to her. Okay, just so distraught, like so frustrated and so angry at her mother and wanting her mother to change. And this is where we often, most of us, when we run these types of programs, this is more often where we are coming from. We want the other person to change, right? Because if they just would change and they would stop abusing me, my life would be easier. Ooh, except that you have no control over another. And maybe that person is actually there in your life to show you where you lack power and you need, they're challenging you to become more powerful. And your soul may have chosen them to do the thing they're doing right now so you could learn how to connect to your divinity and step into your goddamn power and use your voice from a divine place, not a hateful place, not a judgmental place, not from superiority. That's not divinity. From a place of no judgment, but I have the power to love myself enough because I am the way of unconditional love. I love myself enough. Ooh, and guess what? I love all others enough as well to be the beacon of light, the divine power role modeled in front of them that I need to step up and become to show them what it means to be in power, divine power. Because we are the prevalence of force and inequality and, you know, goddamn enslavement and dictatorship and all the, the oppression and shit. We have learned 
all too well what it means like to control and enslave people and have you know control over masses of populations of people, et cetera. Take that wherever you want to take it. We have all of those examples alive and well everywhere you look. Where do we have role models of what divine power, divinely setting loving boundaries looks like, sounds like, and feels like? The way of unconditional love shows the other person you love yourself enough and them enough to say, oh, no, thank you. Zero tolerance policy for harming another, for objectifying another, for being an inequality towards another or towards a group of people. Zero tolerance policy. Here's where we often fail. The reason why we run powerlessness programs and we don't speak up is because we still are unhealed within ourselves with our own lack of self-worth, our own insecurities. All the, the quote unquote unforgivable shit we've done in the past that's similar to what I'm witnessing now. Well, I used to be that too. I used to do those icky, yucky, horrible, selfish, terrible things too. And it can, I could, you could mean uh, anything, any, just come up with any example with that. I don't care what it is. I used to lie too. I used to manipulate a lot too. I used to be that selfish and narcissistic too. I used to be that uh, person who uh, cheated all the time too. I used to be the objectifier and the womanizer too. I used to be the fill in the blank. And what happens is we often see in another what we used to be, or maybe to some degree still are even because it's not fully healed yet. And we're afraid we don't have the confidence. We lack the divine power to have zero tolerance over there because then we'll feel like a hypocrite. And really what we're doing is we're saying, I don't want to call that person out. You know why? Because if I call them out, my fear is that other people will call me out on my shit. And that's where we get trapped. Remember, zero tolerance for being unloving, for promoting inequality, the lack of divinity. To have zero tolerance for it doesn't mean you are judging and putting another down. You cannot come from that energy or you're not coming from divinity. It's that simple. If you are coming from judgment and criticism and whatever's programs, wounds that are unhealed within yourself, shut up. You have more healing to do. But when you are healing your judgment and you are not coming from judgment of that other person, and yet there is an injustice, there is a behavior, there is a treatment of another person or people or group of people or whatever it could be. If you are becoming a divine being of oneness consciousness, there's zero tolerance for that. If not, if not you, then who? Who is going to speak up and role model what a divine person looks like, sounds like, is like? Who? If not you, who? Powerlessness is waiting for other people to do it. Everyone else needs to do it. I'll just sit back and let everyone else change the world. And that's why the world doesn't change. We sit back on our asses and we're waiting for someone else to step up and speak up and use their voices for. 
And then we'll we'll applaud and we'll say yay and we'll post on social media and we'll comment. Oh, will we comment? It doesn't take a powerful person to type fucking words behind a goddamn computer screen where nobody can see you. That's not power. And oftentimes we're coming from judgment and superiority and attacking and we're coming from shitty fucking energies anyway when we do that. You are not a powerful person when you do that. You're part of the problem of the world. So. When we are frustrated because other people are showing up in certain ways. It doesn't mean you'll never in your life, no matter how enlightened you become, never get frustrated with anything or any situation or any body ever again. You're human. You are here to experience the whole spectrum of emotions that only we experience being, you know, animals, humans, the beings that are alive on this planet. All of them experience emotions. Hi, that's part of the deal. That, that's the video game that is being on earth. That's part of the rules of the video game. Like you're going to experience emotions. Okay. But my invitation to you is when you're really annoyed with how someone's showing up and you're really frustrated with how they're showing up, are you the one in powerlessness? Failing to set a boundary. Are you triggered by them because of your own wounding and unhealed shit? Is that why you're triggered by them? Because you're not stepping into your power and saying, oh, I'm sorry. I am happy to be friends, but I need to be clear. There is nothing sexual or romantic here. And if that is hard for you and you're not able to, to have a, a friendship like this with me where there is nothing like that involved, because this is just a friendship, I 100% in the way of honoring, I honor where you're coming from. And it is okay to then not be friends with me. That is a loving boundary. That's not putting the person down. It's not shaming them. It's not making them, you know, embarrassed for how they feel or what they think or whatever it is. It is the way of honoring. It is also the way of unconditional love. It is the way of truth. It is the way of trust to be a trustworthy person that I am powerful enough to hold my end of the bargain of being a divine person that I won't resort to then using you just because I know I can. I can get away with it because I know how you feel. You see it? That's the way of loyalty. That is an aspect of the way of loyalty. The way of truth, the way of trust, the way of loyalty is I am loyal to my divinity, to being a divine person of oneness, which means I won't harm you. I won't harm myself in this by lowering the bar and resorting to old fallen earth bullshit behaviors where we use people and abuse people. I will not lower the bar on myself. I raise the bar on myself. I have a higher divine standard, an enlightened definition of that for myself. And because of that, that means the way I treat you is impeccable because it comes with love and harmlessness and gentleness and compassion and presence and truth and trust and loyalty. 
And it means I have no judgment if you cannot be in a friendship with me because of the way you might feel. Of course, I understand that. And that's okay. But I will never waver in what this is when I am establishing what my relationship is with you. Never. And if that person crosses that line, you need to be powerful enough in your boundary setting to say, I've made this clear of what this is, and you just dishonored my boundary by, you know, doing what you're doing or saying what you're saying, whatever the scenario might be. And with that dishonoring of my boundary, that means you just dishonored my divinity, which means you dishonored your own divinity and your own self-worth. And because of that, I now cease all communication. And I wish you the absolute most loving, beautiful rest of your life. But we're done here. And I don't care if that's the the silly example that I gave or if it's a family member, if it's a friend. That is what it means to be connected to your power. And it is never about judging. You've learned where that person is in their level of consciousness and that they carry programs of low self-worth and dishonoring. They're not loyal to a divine relationship, a divine connection. They are not the way of connection. They're not the way of presence. They've dishonored what your boundary is. Now, here's where some people also get confused because they are unhealed. They're not elevated enough yet. Their consciousness isn't high enough yet. And so a lot of people can get confused with setting boundaries, meaning things are going to be done my way, period, end. everything that I want, I'm controlling you now. I'm controlling how you dress. Well, we can't be in a relationship if you, if you dress that way. Now, you're a surf teacher. You surf for a living. Your whole life is about surfing. You teach it, but you can't be seen wearing a goddamn bathing suit on your surfing board, on your social media. Does that sound familiar to anybody? You're not here to fucking control other people because of your own goddamn insecurities and powerlessness. That is not the same as what setting healthy, loving boundaries are. And people who function at a lower level of consciousness don't know the fucking difference. It's not a judgment. That is the way of truth. <laughs> So I'm inviting you, if it's a little confusing, listen again, keep doing your work to elevate and heal yourselves. And I invite you to save this episode, come back and listen to this episode six months from now, eight months from now, nine months from, from now, when you've elevated more, you've done more work on yourself, you've raised your level of consciousness more, and then maybe you can begin to understand on a higher level with more clarity. what it really means to set boundaries versus judging while you do it or being controlling while you do it. Setting boundaries isn't, you're going to do what I say, when I say, how I say it. Blah, blah, blah. That's con Those are control programs. Those are your own insecurities. You lack divine power when that's the place you come from. I need you to behave in certain ways in order for me to not get triggered or for me to feel okay and secure about me and us. No, there's a difference between, you know, you're behaving in certain ways that invite in 
um, infidelity in our relationship. There's a difference. And if those ways, if you think that's okay to be, to show up like that when you're flirting with other people outside of our relationship or whatever, if you're actually doing that, I'm not okay with that because I am the way of loyalty. That means I am loyal to fidelity. I am the way of trust. I am the way of truth. You see it? So if somebody is showing up, if you're dating somebody or in a relationship and that's how they're showing up and that's what they're choosing to be, oh, I don't have to convince them to be anything different. Why the fuck would I waste my time? Are you guys wasting your time with this shit? Like you're allowing yourselves to be drained of energy, of life force energy all the time. Trying to control them. They have to change. No, they don't. Who needs to change here in this? You do. Well, I'm not the one doing that, but you're the one putting up with it. If somebody is actually showing up in an abusive way, in an untrustworthy way, they are dishonoring your relationship, friendship, family member, family relationship, a spouse, a partner, whatever. If they really are showing up like that, if you were connect, truly healed and connected to your divine power, I am the way of connection. I'm connected to my highest self, period, end. I am the way of harmlessness of, and gentleness, of equality, of trust, of truth. Do you see it? If I am elevating and I am vibrating at those frequencies, which means my thoughts, my emotions, my behaviors reflect that which what I am. Our behaviors reflect that which we are. Our behaviors are symptoms of what go on inside of us. What we carry inside of us, our behaviors are mere symptoms of that. So if you're in codependency and you're in weakness and you can't be alone, you have to have the attention of another. You have to have the attention of a man on you all the time. You have to have the attention of women. If you have to have that to feel good and secure about yourself, what programs are you running? Your behaviors are symptoms of that which you are inside. You lack the power to be alone? Heal, elevate, and connect to the entire universe. You are the entire universe. You just have to wake up to that on an energetic level. You can't be alone. You're so not alone. It's obnoxious how constantly you're bombarded with all the energies and the communication and the divine wisdom and your divine team always wanting you to do this or that in this life. It's like everybody shut the fuck up. Actually, leave me alone for once. You're not alone. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I could be fucking alone. Even at home, not alone. Everywhere I move, I have an animal trying to lay on me and sit on me and purr and cuddle and barking to get my attention. And those are just the damn animals. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I just, my body is my body. I'm setting the boundary. Get off of me right now. <laughs> I actually need to be alone. And then I'm alone and my divine team is like, well, let's have a chat. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> You're never alone, guys. <laughs> Loneliness is a symptom of something else, of an unhealed aspect of you.
Okay. So I want you, I'm inviting you. I'm inviting you to realize where when we get really frustrated with things that happen outside of ourselves, a lot of times where that actually is coming from. And I'm inviting you to go higher and realize, do not generalize, that it means that you will never for the rest of your life when you're you know, more elevated and a higher vibrational frequency and you're enlightened, that it doesn't mean you'll never feel frustration ever again. It won't be a common emotion. There is no, the more enlightened you become, you don't get trapped in emotions. It doesn't mean you don't feel emotions. You don't get trapped in them. And just let that sink in. You no longer get trapped in them. It doesn't mean you don't feel them for a minute or a day or for an afternoon. Like, God damn it, I'm frustrated today. Great. Don't ignore it. Go into it. Voice it. Express it. Feel it. And I mean to yourself. Voice it. Express it. Work through it. Feel it. Oh, frustrated because if you have wounding, if you have programs of insecurity, of powerlessness there, if your inner child is showing up who's not fully in her or his power, then that is what you work with in that moment. I want that person to change because, because why? I mean, really, let your heart answer that, not your mind. Ask your heart. Oh, I want that person to stop doing that because. Maybe that person is in your life doing what they're doing to you so you could finally connect to your divine power. I am the way of connection. I can connect to my divine power at any given moment if I realize I have at some point today or this week disconnected from my energetic divinity. It's an energetic thing I'm talking about always. Not a concept. Not a thought. Not a label. I am the way of connection and I can connect to my divinity at any given time and I can elevate and become these higher vibrational frequencies such as the way of honoring, the way of selfless service, the way of loyalty, the way of purity, the way of wisdom. So I'm frustrated because you let your heart answer that so you realize, oh, is this a momentary human experience that I need to move through? And that's why I'm so annoyed because frustration is an uncomfortable emotion to have when my baseline emotions are things like compassion, harmlessness and gentleness, connection, unconditional love, all the ways of oneness. So this, of course, is uncomfortable to feel anger or frustration or annoyance. Does that make sense? You live your life in a way of freedom. I experience disharmony. I need to go into that and understand why. So that I can harmonize it, come back into balance with my divine self. And if it happens, just so happens that person in front of me or this scenario in front of me is showing me where I need to heal because I still have wounds. I still have programs of you know, like I mentioned, low self-worth or insecurity or powerlessness. I'm afraid to use my voice in a certain way because really I have a fear of abandonment running right now. 
that was activated within me. That is self-discovery. That is true, authentic, spiritual awakening. And then I go in and I just alchemize and heal those energies. What a beautiful practice to elevate and become more powerful in this world as a divine soul having this human experience. You are here to experience these things and become more divinely powerful in your human form. That you can become so fully elevated and divine and enlightened in the human version of you as a human version of you. That's why you're here. So when you get frustrated or annoyed, don't ignore that. Embrace it and go deeper and stop projecting onto the other person. Well, if they just did this or that. Well, they're not. They're doing what they're doing. What do you need to do as a divine being? Not a powerless being. Not a powerless human who doesn't know better as a lower level of consciousness, as an inner child showing up and wounding. Who are you being called to become as a divine you, as a more powerful you reflecting their divinity, reflecting the vibrational frequencies of the ways of oneness, because you're willing to become those vibrational frequencies. And that is the invitation being given and offered to you in these moments. What are you doing with these uncomfortable moments, with these annoying moments? Blaming and projecting onto the person in front of you or using it as, a, as an invitation to heal, become whole, become more elevated, to rise above these challenges and these experiences by becoming a higher vibrational frequency. How can you become a higher vibrational frequency if you're not giving the, given these opportunities to do so? This is an opportunity to become. Every one of these scenarios in your life is an opportunity to become something more powerful in this moment than I was an hour ago or a day ago. And when you're fully healed and whole and you have something, life gives you a scenario that creates the emotion of frustration inside of you. You can live in that frustration, processing it, loving it, bringing compassion to it, bringing harmlessness and gentleness to it. Because that's just what it means to be human, is to have an experience. Well, look at this. In my human experience today, this afternoon, I'm experiencing a lot of frustration. <laughs> And if it isn't coming from a wound, because you've healed all of that by now, it doesn't come from programs, you've healed all of those, you've alchemized them all, you've set yourself free from that, doesn't mean you won't get frustrated with a certain thing sometime until the day you die. Doesn't mean you'll never experience frustration or annoyance ever again. So when you do, you embrace it, you bring compassion to it. I am the way of compassion. You bring the way of harmlessness and gentleness to it. I am the way of harmlessness and gentleness. I am the way of patience with this frustration and annoyance. I am the way of surrender. I surrender to this now so that I can flow with it. If I flow with it in, in universal fluidity, that means I can flow out of it and alchemize it because I'm becoming one with it. 
let me say that part again in a different way. If I can flow with this, embrace this and become one with my frustration, oneness means I bring my divinity to the frustration here in this moment in real time. And when I can flow with and become one with my frustration or my annoyance versus judge it, reject it, shame it, blame it, try to get it to go away by ignoring it and dismissing it. I become one with it because I'm powerful enough in my divinity to choose that and make that my choice, which means I become the divine nature of myself, powerful enough in love to become the way of surrender with this annoyance and frustration right now versus rejecting it and shaming it and acting like I'm too enlightened to feel frustration, which is bullshit and just delusion anyway. I become the way of surrender with this. I accept it. I embrace it. I bring harmlessness and gentleness to it. And as I do that for myself, I am showing the human aspect of me what divinity looks like, feels like, is like in real time in my human experience. And as I heal that in real time, I've now just expanded into a more divine me. All because I got frustrated and felt the frustration of this experience placed before me, handed to me on a silver platter. And even though the human self wants to say, fuck you, I don't like to feel annoyed or frustrated. You have a choice what to do with that frustration as you feel it. That is a being who is becoming a being of oneness consciousness, elevating and becoming the universal ways of oneness. How can you become those ways if you're not given the challenge and the experience and the opportunity to become the ways? Welcome to elevating, everybody. This is the warrior's journey. And the only way that you come out on top, so to speak, and become that fully enlightened being is if you handle these scenarios in the way I described here today. If you're willing to become that, join us for our live events in San Diego, California throughout 2024. Visit com. Keep your eye out for when those events are going to happen, come join us for those live events. I would love to have you there. During those live events, I actually activate and anchor in the universal ways of oneness within you so those energies can start to become you and you can start to become them. Creating that, that harmony with your soul, that harmonic tone that is your unique blueprint, a soul fingerprint, so to speak. You have a, a very specific and unique harmonic tone when you literally are the way of harmony with your soul, becoming all of the ways of oneness allows you to be in sync with, to live as the harmonic tone that only you have as an individual. Elevating together energetically. That is what is offered in person at the live events. If you cannot attend one of those live events, don't worry. That's why, you know, the digital age is upon us, right? You can always visit mastersofselfuniversity.com. Get a free consultation. See what else we can do to help you. What program is best for you to start with. 
Get the digital course. You can start that right now after you listen to this. Introduction to the Universal Ways of Oneness. You can start there. No matter what, I hope you can see the difference in perspective. When you're annoyed, triggered in frustration, I hope you can see it in a different way. And that allows you to make the choice to go deeper with it and realize on a deeper level, why are you really frustrated? I don't want that person to show up the way they're showing up because. And it isn't good enough to say, well, because it's not right or because it's not fair or because it's unkind or because it's unloving. Are you the one lacking in power to use your voice in a divine way in those moments? And if so, that is your healing. That is your evolution. That is the change you need to make. And that person who is activating that or making you aware of that is actually a gift. One motherfucking annoying gift, frustrating gift, I know, but it is still a gift. When you can see it in that way and you can use that scenario, that person, that experience to heal and elevate and become the universal ways of oneness, you are doing what your soul came here to do. Give us a like. Make sure you subscribe. Please share this out with anybody who you think might benefit from it. Thank you for listening as always. I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye for now, everybody.